on this episode of Japan 2.0. This is like their passion, you know. You, just get, you always wonder Monday through Friday, like, what do they look like? What are they doing, you know? I think the general consensus is like, yeah, they're just regular dude. You walk across on the street, you'd have no idea this is their thing, you know? Yeah. I think for me, that's like one of the biggest appeals to the whole thing overall is just knowing that this is like their dark little secret that no one else in their life, very few people might know about. Hello and welcome to Japan 2.0. This is David. And this is Matt. And we're coming at you from Ground Zero, Nipponbashi in Osaka, Dinner in Town. Yeah. To talk to you with you about the Street Festa. Yeah. The Street called... Festa is a weird name for it, but uh, it's basically it's like the big cosplay Festival. extravaganza. Yeah. yeah. It happens once a year. And uh, for me, this is my second time coming out. There's a big parade that's kind of the main event. Today we missed the parade. But um, yeah, it's not necessarily like reporting on what happened today, but we've, we've gone before and it's kind of a really cool local Kansai thing that happens. And uh, I think something that a lot of people visiting Japan would be interested in, or maybe if you live here, you might not think it's for you, but I think it's kind of awesome, you know? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, my wife and I come here every year and uh, we always check out all the cool costumes. There's always a lot of nice cosplay. Um, some of the best costumes, I think, um, come out every year, and uh, we always say we're going to dress up, and we never, we never do. do. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, I always call it like the Halloween of Japan, you know? Mm. I think as Halloween's getting bigger and bigger here every year, it just seems like such a natural parallel that it's crazy that Halloween hasn't gotten bigger here before, because um, the cosplay-based culture, you know, it's pretty much the same thing. I mean... Basically, cosplay or these street festivals are like a much more authentic Halloween, you know, where people have handcrafted costumes that are amazing. Well, handcrafted, I think so, a lot of these are store-bought, too. I mean, especially when you see, like, some of the more popular characters. Yeah. They obviously look like they bought their some of their gear from the... Um, I feel like maybe some of it's bought from the store, but, like, yeah. it's not like you just go and, like, I'm going to be Hendra from Dragon Quest, and there's a there's a kit for that, you know? Like, maybe uh, he, he bought his sword from a uh, shop and didn't make that himself, but... Yeah, definitely. Like, we saw that guy, and he, he definitely had made the armor, like, out of cardboard yeah, and, yeah. like, spray paint and stuff. So, yeah, right. that, that, that is impressive, especially when you see people that have designed their own costumes, and obviously it's homemade, you know, yeah. from scratch. We were saying today, we, someone coined it, C-Class, right, cosplay? Well, there is C-Class I think well, some yeah. of the C-Class cosplay, yeah, is store-bought, you know. So I, I think the ones, when I think about it, I'm just, I'm just thinking about the ones that stand out in my mind, you know. Yeah. Those are all the homemade ones, but I mean, it's, it's a sensory overload walking around. So oh. for me, I uh, the, the things that pop out are like the, the best ones, and I'm kind of numb or maybe ignoring the store bought ones. If that makes sense? Yeah, um, it's it, the thing that's interesting about this event is Denden Town is known for being an anime kind of like used 
used nerd culture, otaku kind of stuff. It's our Akihabara and Kansai. Yeah, basically. Even Kyoto or Kobe, like this Dinden Town, Nippanbashi is the best we have in all of Kansai. And I think you'd imagine you'd, just by coming here any given weekend, you'd see more people in costumes and you'd see people dressing up just regularly. But yeah. a really um, smart friend of ours said that, um, you know, what if you were just traveling here you know, and you're here today and you walk through here and what would you think about this? And I said, like, if you didn't know through a ton of research, if you didn't listen to Japan 2.0, you might just think this is like a, just every weekend in Japan, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be an awesome event to just kind of like wander into. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I had a line of thought that just kind of got side rail, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's awesome that they have this event, but I am surprised it doesn't happen more often. I think that um, even when I was living in Korea, I would see people at parks and stuff on occasion, like doing cosplay, photo, photography and stuff like that. Out here, like I rarely see it. How about you? Have, just out in the wild, do you ever see people dressing up? I think a good litmus test of this was like, Today we had a lot of things on our like agenda that we were gonna do, and we got a little sidetracked, and we didn't make it down here for the parade. And I kind of forgot we were even coming here when we went to uh, Tolkien to grab pizza. Yes. And there are people outside taking photos and like full cosplay costume. I remember thinking like, huh, oh, oh, that's interesting. Not putting two and two together. We we're just a couple <laughs> blocks from here that this was even going on today. Yeah. So it didn't even really wasn't even like a blip on my radar that I saw people in costume taking photos. I guess because I knew we were near Nipponbashi. And when you come here on an average day, you, you might, if you say you spend like three hours walking around here, you might see like one group of people that whole day dressed in cosplay. And I just assume they work at like a maid cafe or like a shop or something like that, you know? Yeah. So I think, yeah, if you come to Nipponbashi, the, the small little neighborhood that's known for this, you might see one or two people on a whole day dressed up, you know? Um, so when I first saw that, I just figured that's what it was. And then between two together, I was like, oh yeah, that's, that was our main thing we're supposed to do today. Today. How about um, you live in Kobe? Yeah. What about in Kobe? You ever see people taking taking photos? I mean, and dressing up. Yeah. So the photo thing is like no, I, I never see someone dressed up taking photos. Very rare. But what I do see is people dressed up on any Friday or Saturday night, and that's because of the like uh, the night bar culture. Uh, if you go to certain bars, kind of red light district style bars. A lot of the people beckoning you into shops and things like that, uh, at least in Kobe, are dressed up. There's a Piccolo, there's a Vegeta, there's uh, lots of like weird, sexy police officers and things like that, you know? Yeah. And it it varies, but some of them are very authentic cosplay to just that, like, I guess like Western girls on Halloween as well, you know, it's like sexualizing costumes. But yeah, any Friday or Saturday night, you'll see a stretch of like 20 or 30 bar workers who are dressed up like that. Yeah. But that, besides that, no, like other people, no. On a, another episode we recorded today, um, we were kind of talking about how um, in Harajuku, you know, we were expecting to see a lot of people dressed up in the Harajuku styles. Yeah. You know, it's kind of not as common as, as it used to be, but... Um, but there are times when you do see people just dressed up in general yeah. in, in daily life where they're wearing something that's kind of unique or interesting. Mm -hmm. um, occasionally, I still see Lolita girls. Yeah. I mean, it's not super common. But I feel like maybe it's not like a hardcore Lolita, but it's like a Lolita influence. I'd say if I come to Osaka, I feel like I see one girl like that in my full eight-hour day just hanging on her walk. Granted, when I come out, I can go into like Umedesh and Saibashi, right? A bit kind of big areas. I think you see one kind of Lolita type girl per day, you know, yeah. if you're in a big city. Um, I'll make a quick parallel to like even like kimono, right? 
if it's not like a Matsuri, but whenever I see that, I'm, it's kind of like a reminder, like, oh yeah, this, this is Japan, like this happens, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, I feel similar about Lolita or Hardship Style Girl or cosplay, like, it happens rarely enough, even after living here after five years, it is kind of always like, oh yeah, that's cool. That, that exists. That, that happens, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. It's not as in your face as I think you'd expect, you know? No. I, I think another another costume that I see quite often is um, minions. People dressing as minions together. Uh, yeah, I would, have you seen I, that before? I mean, that's extremely prevalent. I completely forgot. I would say if we weren't near Osaka, would we see that? Because USJ is here. Yeah, USJ is the re- probably the reason. It's a thing where younger girls get together and dress up to go to USJ. And minions are a very popular choice that... I didn't know that movie was that popular, but Despicable Me, I guess it's called. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, apparently it is. I, I would question if you're out in, in Tokyo or whatever, would you... Even when I'm in Kobe and I see that, I just always assume, oh, they're about ready to get on the train and got the USJ, you know? Yeah. Would you agree that there's co- high correlation with... Oh, definitely. I, I think it, it's all attached to USJ. That's yeah. kind of why I brought it up. I, I think... I'm just pointing out the different times when you see yeah, people dressed up. That's a really, that's a really and, good one. Because um, that's the most... The most popular costume you'll see someone in here is uh, Minion. It'll always be a child or a woman. I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, usually maybe young. Maybe a guy who's dating a girl or something will get like, suckered in. <laughs> who knows? Maybe, he, maybe it's his idea. But occasionally you'll see some sad-looking uh, boy, boyfriend who's, <laughs> who's in a Minion costume. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's another thing that... Uh, I mean, since we're on just the, I mean, the general topic of yeah, dressing tangent, up... like. Tangent. Yeah, I, I find that um, couples couples costumes, you know, are kind of common in Japan. Not not oh, as Korea, common yeah. as Korea. When we lived in South Korea, you know, we noticed it quite a bit. Call it costume or just couple, like couple like, is what they call it in Korea. Like, yeah, normal clothes, but you're wearing the same thing. Well, I've seen some people that wear like the same. It's the same colors and like the same clothes, right? Yeah. Like so, it would be like a. The, same color shirt and the same color hat. Speaking of boyfriends yeah. who got suckered into things, I got suckered into that in Korea oh, no. from my wife Liz when we were dating. Uh, I refused to do the exact same thing, but I was like, all right, I'll, g- I'll give you this. I'll wear the same like color scheme if yeah. you want to do that. So yeah, I've, I've, I've done that once before. Yeah, well, a dark day in my life. I'll remember it forever. Uh, my wife and I have done it oh. accidentally a few, a few occasions, but we've worn the same uh, <laughs> the same plaids and the same uh, Adidas track back, uh, track jackets and stuff. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll meet halfway from, you know, our going-ons, and then we realize we're dressed the same. And you're like, this is why we're married. <laughs> yeah, this is why we're married, yeah. We're beginning to look the same. <laughs> On this tangent, there's also, like, a, you know, being a, a father, there's definitely, like, a, a parent, dad, son, mother, daughter thing, too, where there are shops here... Uh, where they'll sell clothes for both, and we—I actually kind of like one. It's called Mar- Marquis. Shout out the Marquis. Uh, there's no other podcast talking about the store, I'm sure. In which they sell like real clothes, like Adidas clothes or Champion clothes, like clothes that I would buy anyway. And they have like the adult and the kid versions there, and it's pretty cool. I'm not gone to the level of buying the exact same thing, but yeah, I've definitely like bought him things that I would wear, you know, they're just in his size. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, kids kids can be quite fashionable out here. I mean, yeah, if anybody's dressing up more than anyone else, it's the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the parents, yeah. It's like a <laughs> yeah. living doll. Uh, maybe I'm guilty of that, too. But, um, yeah, anyway, on that tangent, yeah, there's a bit of a, like, a dressing up culture here, right? 
I mean, yeah, I mean, you occasionally see it, and uh, I'm, I'm always surprised. It seems like people really enjoy doing it, mm. and so I wonder why it's not done more often. You know, I feel like, and this is not based on anything. It's just a, a feeling that, like, you go back to like theater, traditional Japanese theater, kabuki, all that stuff, geisha culture, but. I feel like makeup in general has kind of had a deep, long... I mean, Japanese history is very long, but I feel like there's been a kind of dressing up. There's many um, styles of clothing for different subsects of people, you know, like samurai have their own way of dressing. And, sure. Um, Sumo, you know. Uh, I mean, they I mean, have the ponytails and the haircuts. That's true. Stuff. It goes yeah, beyond yeah. just the clothing, doesn't it? Yeah. That's true. That's true. I like that. Samurai haircut too, right? Um, so I think it's kind of deep in the Japanese culture, to be honest. And kind of moving into the actual festival, I think you kind of see that, like when you go there, like people, this is like their passion, you know. And you just get, you always wonder Monday through Friday, like what do they look like? What are they doing? You know. I think the general consensus is like, yeah, they're just a regular dude. You walk across on the street, you'd have no idea this is their thing, you know. Yeah. I think for me, that's like one of the biggest appeals to the whole thing overall is just knowing that this is like their dark little secret that no one else in their life very few people might know about and this is like what they live for and all week they've been jones into like put on the circle lenses and show their midriff and where the, the girls can be quite uh, risque out here the guys uh, can be quite risque as well that's true that's true <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um so that to me is one of the most fascinating parts is like the kind of secret aspect you know of yeah. the culture that uh, maybe it's i don't know maybe like social media and stuff people have other outlets for it you know but yeah, I was I was really want to talk to people and kind of get to know them, which I I never do. I'm even afraid to take pictures of them. I feel bad, but um, yeah, that that to me is probably the most interesting element. Even if you're not into otaku culture, yeah. I think if you know about Japanese culture and you know like you know how um, stoic sometimes people have to be in their workplace, it's uh, pretty fascinating to see them really let loose in this situation. Yeah, I wonder if the um, if it's kind of parallel to like cross-dressing culture you know where somebody really wants to wear something that they feel is the society feels is taboo you know it gives them a these events give them a means to do it yeah but i wonder if they had the opportunity to wear these costumes all the time if they would dress as their favorite anime characters to work you know yeah i mean even western culture in the last five years ten years i've heard a phrase a lot like the only day I can truly be myself is Halloween, or the only day I don't feel like I'm wearing a mask is Halloween. You ever heard that? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, I feel, a growing idea that I hear more and more every year, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very, like, emo kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, sentiment, yeah. I think, but I think, yeah, that's the way things are going. And, uh, yeah, I definitely wanted that about Japan. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting if um, we have any listeners that are into cosplay or, or have been to the street festa yeah. if you have any thoughts on this you know it would be really interesting to hear from you as we're, we're in a bar just a couple streets back and it's just awesome people watching you know seeing the, some uh, what do you it's like it's Saiyan, Saiyan, is it? It looks like the Saiyan, Saiyan armor. Yeah. Saiyan armor Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah, but it looked like original characters to me. Yeah, some, so some people do like hybrids, you know, they'll take uh, Dragon Ball Saiyan and add it with a Gundam robot or something and see what you get. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some of the costumes I saw are pretty deep, deep cuts too, you oh, know, like some sure. people uh, choosing things that are very obscure. Yeah. I saw um, a Spider-Man costume, which 
I mean, most people wouldn't recognize, but it was the Indian version of Spider-Man. And I was like, that's a really, like, I mean, I How know. How is the Indian version different? Well, he wears like a, um, he wears like a belt. It was a woman dressed as the Indian version, so she couldn't be like chest- chestless. She was wearing like, you know, a, a top, like a Spider-Man top. He wears no shirt? He know? wears no, the Indian Spider-Man wears no shirt and he just wears the mask and a belt and then like the baggy pants. Wow. Yeah. Oh, like, uh, okay. Kind of like Aladdin with a a Spider-Man mask, right? But, um, but she was dressed in that costume. That's a really obscure, (laughs) obscure costume. But I feel like that's kind of been the audience, right? I mean, otaku culture is a niche culture. It's a subculture. And it does feel like the people who are getting the most respect are the, yes, the scantily clad girls. And that attracts, you know, like the creepy dudes. And that's, that's a big thing for sure. But I guess the thing that we're interested in is, yeah, the, the obscure kind of shout outs that maybe I don't even get, but you, you, you know that it's rare, you know? Yeah. Our favorite ones we've seen are, for me, it was like uh, the, the silhouette of the Punch Out yeah, little arcade Mac. game. The yeah, Mac. the little the, the wire, wire frame version of Little Mac. Yeah, yeah. Family Chicky. I guess you guys. Yeah. Like, I, I was. I thought before I was here for it, but you guys took a photo, and I was just living in the photo. I'm now realizing I. I never actually saw that one. Um, but yeah, the Family Chicky one was the all-time best for me. Yeah, there's always characters. I mean, from any any series you could possibly imagine. I mean, you're gonna if you know anime, you know manga, you know pop culture, you're gonna see something you recognize. I saw Captain America's Dragon Ball, Dragon Quest. You know, yeah. I mean. It goes without saying they're they're all here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so I think this is gonna be like a shorter episode for us, and we'll have a segment. So this will be the clo- closest thing to a segment I'll give us. But mm. if you could cosplay as any character, would you cosplay us? Well, I'm, I'm gonna yeah, yeah, I'm gonna put this out out here because we're planning on doing a vintage clothing episode mm-hmm. in the near future, yep. and it's something that David and I have been planning for a while, and we've been trying to figure out the best way to do it. And I think we'll we'll be doing it soon. But I, I've always wanted to take a um, one of Akira Toriyama's illustrations, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where the the characters are dressed in like uh, civilian clothes. So it's like on their off day when they're not being you know saving yeah. the world. Yeah. They're still very colorful and stuff. But um, my goal is when we go on this trip, I, I want to try mm. to find. Uh, a particular costume. All right, challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah. I'll do mine because I know. And I'll definitely show. So, in this case, it would be Goku. Oh, but I have mine's one. Goku too. I have one in in mine. You want to say which one? I'll, I won't. We All might right. end up dressed up the same. Huh? I wonder. Maybe. All right. We'll we'll, we'll talk about. It also. I don't want to say here just yeah. because um, I want to leave a little bit of uh, a surprise. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not my cosplay character at all. That's just for the. Um, the special Goku episode. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll try to okay. think of one while while you uh, go. Yeah. Mine's um, this, this is not a cool answer, but I just want to. Ex- I think he looks cool, and I've always wanted an excuse to, I guess, dress like that. Is uh, Titus from Final Fantasy X, aka mm. Meg Ryan. <laughs> looks like Meg Ryan, kind of. I've always just wanted to look like Meg Ryan. It's my life goal. No, I don't. Know. I, I like the clothes he wears, not necessarily the face or the hair. Um, yeah, I, I love Final Fantasy designs and kind of worldviews, and I love the kind of like it's not like a fantasy full dragon fantasy. It's not exactly future, and it's kind of steampunky a little bit. And I always like the, the kind of clothing of the character designs a lot, you know. Um, so yeah, Titus from Final Fantasy has been one I've always been doing. Oh, I'm just remembering it. It's my second one. My my third place. My first answer is Persona main character from Persona Three. 
Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I really like his style. Yeah, that's, a good, that's yeah. a good choice. So, all right, Persona, main character three. Second choice is uh, Titus. I would say um, Beat. Beat? Yeah, yeah Beat from awesome. uh, Jet a, Grind Radio, really Jet Set Radio. I'm surprised you didn't yeah. say Tab. I thought you always like Tab. I, I, I like Tab, but yeah. I, I'd say Beat has probably a more iconic look. I would do that and with you. You do Beat look, and yeah. I'll do Tab. Okay. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have to do that. Maybe that's our That'd plan be for really fun. the next year. Yeah, That'd be so fun. Yeah. If we could get it all pixel, like a uh, Dreamcast, like if maybe we can make it out of cardboard or something to make it look oh, like man. polygons. We got 364 cool. days to get it ready. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah, cool. that, that would be one that I choose. Yeah, something yeah. from Just Set Radio. Yeah, we can get Emily involved. She'd be a love shocker. Oh, she loves. A love I don't shocker. know. I will have to talk with her. I don't think she'd agree with no. agree with that. Yeah. No. And if she was here right now, she probably she'd probably be really upset. Yeah. Shaking her head. Yeah. Love probably. shockers are cool, man. <laughs> anyway. No, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if she'd know who love sho- the love shockers are. Once well, she saw them, she wouldn't be able to deny it. That's cool, man. All right. Yeah. So I guess we should like kind of give people information, like if they actually want to come or do it. You sure. Know? Yeah. Um, Zen stations, Nipponbashi. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, yeah, probably the easiest one to get to would be Nipponbashi Station. It goes. It, that's directly into Nipponbashi, but you could also go to Namba. Namba is a big hub. Close, you yeah. probably, you know, if you don't live here, you might be traveling there anyway. Yeah. Fifty minute walk from there. Yeah. 10, 15 minutes it's, it's walking distance from Namba um, and you could also this go this year it was on a Saturday March yeah it's well it's March, 9th. March 9th yeah, yeah. and uh, what time does it start 12? 12 and that that's usually when the parade starts um, typically they try to choose a day that's most likely going to have nice weather um, it's been cold a couple of years I think last year was pretty cold but today was actually a beautiful day so well, I saw a lot of cosplayers out even yeah, though it's, it even though we were a little got bit here late five hours late and it's packed yeah. so um, yeah if you don't make it at 12 come out anyway and we actually just got an Instagram message right, right before recording this asking someone who's been writing us was saying he went, he's in Kyoto and thinking of coming to Osaka is there any like seasonal event that's going on in Osaka so I'll have a great answer for that now but as it was the day before uh, yeah. if you're here in March or springtime which is a popular time to come for like Sakura yeah. you know um, it's a little early for Sakura right now early, but, so, yeah. Yeah. but it's definitely a beautiful time of the year and, and definitely an event we're seeing you know it's it's packed if you don't like crowds I would say steer clear yeah. the streets get packed the police try to you know corral everyone down the street but um, a lot of people are stopping to take photos of the cosplay and stuff and so you just gotta have to be able to handle crowds um if you want to take photography you know photos you should always ask you definitely you have to i mean if it's like a crowd shot you know and you're just getting like everyone walking around from afar that's that's gonna be fine but if you're clearly taking a photo of someone yeah the culture is yeah definitely gotta go ask yeah um yeah any other details i would say that final thoughts yeah I, i think I mean, seeing, like, the hardcore otaku culture that it kind of brings out, for me, it's not, like, just as interesting as the people in costumes, but the, the people who are really into taking the photos and getting their photos taken with the, the characters are pretty pretty interesting, too. I mean, they're, they're kind of like the, the real-life characters, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. It really brings out kind of extreme niche kind of subculture people. And... Um, it's pretty fascinating, like how excited they can get sometimes to, to take the photos or to meet the people, and yeah. uh, it's just some real. I think with any of my 
favorite like places in the world and stuff you gotta kind of you're gonna have to take some good with the bad you know in a lot of ways it's a i think a little bit exploit exploitive you know this uh this event in some ways which i believe though i do think though denden town in, in general can be a little bit exploitive in in yeah, some ways right familiar with like a doctor culture in japan it's they go hand in hand right and um so in that case you know i don't i think you know sometimes you see stuff that's a little bit creepy you know and i'd rather tr- try to unsee it right yeah <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even talking about that i'm just talking about like something about japan um attracts itself to like people really going really deep with the thing that they like right yeah like really hard whether it's records well that's otaku right fashion that's the or, definition or, yeah otaku doesn't have to be an early thing right it's just you're an expert you're really into a subculture right but um yeah so even like when we go to some record shops i see people digging for records and it's like oh man they're like on a different wavelength like this record thing than i am you know yeah and uh i think you get that in any kind of deep subculture here and it's pretty unique to japan in that way but yeah, you get it here too. You know, I, I see some people. It's like, oh yeah, this is like your jam. Like this is, you don't do the costumes and stuff, but you just live like take the photos. Yeah, the, this meet, is the meet, life. The, meet yeah. the people, and this is like your favorite day of the year. You know. Yeah. And it's it's interesting to see that. I mean, I get people like that in my neighborhood just taking photos of trains, right? That's so it That's doesn't correct. have to be costumes or cosplay. It could be whatever people are obsessed kind of uh, yeah, obsess yeah. over right yeah and to be honest it feels like they're on the like i mean that's kind of like a common term a common idea these days but it feels like they might be on the spectrum somehow you know but i, I don't know like maybe it's just me, <laughs> me just judging you know yeah and it's just like they're super geeking out and jones in and i'm sure i've had that moment before someone's you know felt oh dude that guy's getting a little too excited about whatever it is you know yeah. um i think it's outside culture you know like i mean these you know a lot of times you know it's it's a place for people to gather and not not be not feel ashamed or like they're hiding you know something an aspect of them and it, in that way i think it's kind of freeing it's really cool when yeah, the culture doesn't always cool. allow that for sure yeah yeah but it is sometimes for me jarring like oh whoa yeah all right cool <laughs> well like, i usually just you know just i like it a lot but i'm not like actively involved until next year yeah <laughs> We'll try to do it next year. If we go dressed up, then we'll have a follow-up yeah. episode, part so, two. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And then... Uh, Let's say on the other side what it's like yeah, you know, to get yeah. your photo taken, you know? Exactly. With these guys we're talking about. <laughs> or girls, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I expect a lot of photos will be taken of us. That's the only reason I'm doing it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be so horrible. I, we, we were talking about, I guess, one last thing is, like, the posing. Yeah. Posing is a very big part of it, and I think Matt and I have talked about before when we were on the show. Even for regular pictures, we always feel awkward. We don't know how to pose. Where do you put your hands? Right, that's Matt's big thing. I think actually I'll be good at this. You figured out the hands? Yeah. Uh, well, no. I think if I dress as like a member of the Ginyu Force or something, I could do all the. We're doing just <laughs> the radio, Sentai pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true when you're when you're yourself. There's not like a stock pose, right? But when you have a character, they kind of generally have poses they do, right? Right. Yeah. I, Jet Set Radio's yeah. got poses for sure. Jet Set Radio, I'll be doing the dance, you know, yeah, I'll yeah, be holding yeah. the, the yeah. spray can, you know. It'll be, right, yeah. you know the B-Boy pose at the end is... The yeah. yeah. I'm not going to do any actual head spins, though. <laughs> I'll do a little. you do some breaking. I'll do a little breaking. But, um, yeah, yeah, the posing is really interesting. And you just have to imagine these people are definitely... Practic- they do. They go... It's like a model shoot or something, you know, they go in and out of the poses you know they got their five poses and they're just constantly on rotation doing that you know yeah making the faces we saw a guy stroking his goatee 
you know, I like laughed. I looked at him again, big smile, and we were not great character. Just looked me dead in the eyes, you know, stroking his beard, really, you know, deep in thought, pensive, you know. Yeah. I think the people that take us seriously are those characters for this, you know, amount of time. And mm. like I said, that might be that's maybe it's a good a good way to express themselves, you know. And yeah, <laughs> but that costume was awesome. That guy, the, that whole group of people seemed like mm. really serious, and I I can appreciate that. I you can know? appreciate it too. Yeah. There's certain things. Like for example, my favorite movie directors and stuff, I won't I won't go with anyone else to go see because I want to have talk about it. I want to have I just want to watch my movie. Like you know, cause I got things that I'm that way about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clothing and stuff, I don't tell anyone about it. I don't want to go. Like I just do do my own thing, you know. So until we do our uh, our clothing episode, which is coming up, the yeah. first collaborative uh, cl- clothing episode. Yeah. It's for our past meet, vintage clothing. Yeah. Well, with but, yeah, that, I think you know, That's street festa. You know, you got to do it. Uh, highly recommended. One Osaka, Osaka tradition, you know? It is, it is. It's uh, awesome. And yeah, I'm glad. Matt always gets me to go. I always forget about it. But Matt I always know when it's going down. Yeah, so come check it out. Uh, if you're here in spring, that's the time to do it. I'd say even, we did an episode on Town before. Yeah. So if you're interested in this culture a little bit deeper, I think we're a little more comprehensive in the overall kind of culture in that episode. This yeah. is a very, very focused one. Yeah, we'll uh, put the link in the show notes. Yep, so go check our website. Yep. And uh, thank you for it. listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Japan 2.0. You can find us all over the internet. We're at Japan 2.0. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Find us in all those places. Just put um, type uh, out point and you'll find us. Right. And uh, yeah, leave a five star review. Um, if you write a review, we would really appreciate it. A lot of people have been asking us about um, supporting the show uh, through Patreon. We don't have a Patreon, so don't worry about giving your hard earned money. Just uh, give us a review. Please. Give us a review. That'd yeah. Be awesome. Yeah. We're happy to hear your opinions and uh, we're happy to communicate with you. Mm. So if you have any questions or ideas for shows, please send them our way. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Do you have a song on the show? I can do one, but it doesn't, it's not otaku-based. Is yours? Because if you have yeah, otaku-based Yeah, mine is, I but I don't know if I'm going to be able to find the name. So I forgot the name. So the song of the show is called Saiko na Watashi, and it's by an artist named Ishifuro. At first, I thought it was a pop group. The production sounds like, um, it's like a... I don't know, like a pop punk kind of sound. But if you listen to the production deeply, there's some interesting things going on in there. And it kind of reminded me of one of my favorite bands from the early 2000s, late 90s, is named Citrus, Japanese band. Uh, And uh, yeah, I just found this song to be interesting. and And I looked up the group to see, you know, who the singer was. And I come to realize that it's a Vocaloid artist. And Vocaloid artists are basically, it's a computer program that can be, you can sing with keys just by playing the keys of the keyboard. I'm not the biggest fan of Vocaloid music, but I found that this track was very interesting. And this artist seems pretty interesting too. So um, I thought it fit the topic of this show very well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Japan 2.0. We thank you for listening, and until next time, peace.